This is Scott Archer, pastor of Central Congregational Church in La Mesa, California. Thank you so much for tuning into our Sunday service podcast, CCC Sunday Messages. I hope you find the messages both challenging and encouraging as you seek to know and follow Jesus in your daily life. If you live in or ever happen to visit the San Diego area, we would love to have you join us for worship and fellowship. For location, service times, and other information about our church, please visit our website at cccLamesa.com. CCC is a small but passionate intergenerational church working together for the glory of God and the good of our neighbors near and far. Well, as we come to the message this morning, uh, I want to uh, invite you to turn with me to Psalm 91. As I said, we're going to take a break for a week from our series through the Gospel of Mark. And uh, we're going to look at Psalm 91, and I want to invite you, encourage you uh, sometime later today to read through the whole psalm. It's not that long, and it's a very apropos song, uh, psalm to a time of pandemic, Um, But we're going to focus on Psalm 91, verses 1 through 4. And the title of the message this morning is simply and aptly sheltering in place. Uh, Let me read the first four verses of this psalm for us this morning. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. I liked the way that it uh, expressed the beginning of this psalm the best. It says this, Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust him. For he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Isn't that a great psalm? The beginning of the psalm, isn't that a great encouragement? And again, I would encourage you to read that and the rest of the psalm and meditate on it uh, later on this week. Maybe you want to adopt it for the whole week. Just make it your psalm for the week. And, uh, and that reminds me, um, as we continue in this time of quarantine at whatever level you still are quarantined, um, can I just in- encourage you to look to the psalms uh, as a source of encouragement, as a sto- source of instruction, Uh, As Pete Gregg reminds us in his book, uh, Learning to Pray, or excuse me, How to Pray, uh, it's an amazing thing to consider that in the book of uh, Psalms, we have the same prayer book, the same worship book that Jesus used. Uh, Almost for sure, Jesus had the entire book of Psalms memorized, and it was a it was an encouragement to him. It was a comfort. It was a guide. Uh, we know that when he was on the cross, he was quoting, maybe even trying to sing portions of Psalms, uh, especially Psalm 22. So can I just encourage you, as we look at a small portion of Psalm 91 this morning, to really grab a hold of these gifts from God to us that help us in our prayers and help us uh, in our worship. But in light of this psalm, as I said uh, this morning, on this Mother's Day, uh, the title of the message in, is Shelter in Place. And uh, that's really what we've all been asked to do or commanded to do during this time. Under this stay-at-home order, another way that it's talked about is that uh, to protect us from uh, contracting uh, COVID-19 or the coronavirus, uh, that we are supposed to shelter in place. And we hear that uh, frequently at times of disaster or difficulty, uh, that there isn't a way at this moment to get out to some other place of safety. 
Uh, and so uh, even sometimes very, in a very scary manner, in fires, uh, we're called to shelter in place. And right now we're being called to shelter in place in light of the virus and to try to protect ourselves and protect others during this time. And uh, when I hear, think of the word shelter, um, uh, I do think on this Mother's Day of my mom. And maybe you do think of your mom as well. Uh, I grew up in a very loving home. Not a perfect home by any means, but a very loving home. I can think you can tell I keep trying to play with my glasses, so forgive me if I'm going like that and stopping. Um, but I, I grew up in a, a, a very loving home. Uh, both my mom and my dad, uh, they were married the entire time until my father passed away just this past August. Um, and, uh, but I, but I w- want to say a special thank you to my mom this morning and for the care and the shelter and the comfort and protection I felt uh, under her care. Um, I remember uh, just wonderful things about my mom. She was such a hardworking woman. She always cared for us while uh, she did other jobs to help the income of the family. She cooked our meals. She cleaned our clothes. Uh, She taught my brothers and myself to help with chores, (laughs) oftentimes to our dismay. But she did so much for us. Um, I played water polo all through high school, and we had, uh, during water polo season, we had uh, practices before and after school. And uh, I would need to eat a big breakfast to be ready uh, for practice in the morning. And my mom would get up extra early and make me this huge breakfast before I went to school uh, and would help me in so many ways like that. She sheltered me and my brothers and my dad. She cared for us uh, in her own ways. She protected us. Um, and we hear in this, in this psalm, that those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. When I was hungry, when I was uh, thirsty, when I was um, tired, uh, sometimes when I was afraid, I would look to my dad, uh, but there was a special comfort that I found in my mother and in her care. Uh, And later in this passage, it talks about, uh, that it pictures God uh, as a mother hen that we're going to look at again in a moment. In verse 4, it says, He will cover you with his feathers, and he will shelter you with his wings. I felt that from my mom in a special way, and I know many of you did too. Now, as we talk about this, I know many of you didn't have mothers at home. Maybe you were raised by a grandma or a father or someone else, Uh, and some of you uh, are, when I'm talking about my mom this way, you're going, well, you never met my mom, (laughs) and and I know that's the case. Um, So I want to encourage you as we continue on, uh, we, we most of the time talk about God as our father, but God is also our mother, and he's pictured very clearly here uh, in that way as a, as a mother hen who draws her chicks close to himself or herself and uh, gathers us in to keep us warm and protect us and shelter us. And I, uh, I can picture that easily because of how much my mom loved my brothers and my dad and myself, and it, and it helps me. Uh, in that way. Uh, in fact, I remember uh, when I had decided that I wanted to ask uh, Rhonda to marry me, and um, uh, was thinking about talking to my dad about that, um, you know, that idea. I was only 20 years old. In fact, I think when I asked her, I was only 19 years old, and uh, <laughs> really didn't have any clue what I was getting into. Um, but instead of asking my dad directly, and I know some of you will relate to this, 
I talked to my mom and got my mom to talk to my dad before I talked to my dad. And because uh, there was just a place of comfort and shelter that I felt in her that was different than what I felt in my father, uh, even though he was very loving. And I know some of you, many of you have met, had met him before he passed. So we're in this time of shelter and place. And this scripture talks about uh, those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. What does it mean to shelter, uh, to live in the shelter of the Most High? Or to, um, or to dwell there, as other translations say. Uh, we obviously don't move into God's house physically. Uh, we don't even live in our church buildings. We come to them and then leave them. So what is this idea of sheltering in uh, God's, uh, God's, pre- uh, God's uh, sheltering in the Most High? Well, it has to do with, with uh, coming into the presence of God. It has to do with... Uh, making our dwelling, our shelter in his presence, in, in, a, in an awareness of his nearness and of his presence and purposes for our lives. And in this time of pandemic, when we're called to uh, shelter physically in place, I'm wondering uh, what are the different ways we're sheltering internally? Uh, obviously, we're all in our homes and we have different smaller, larger, nicer, less nice homes. But where are we finding um, shelter and shadow and rest and peace and protection uh, outside of just our physical state in our homes? Some of us, uh, you know, our lives might be pretty well put together and we might be finding shelter and we might be finding rest just in our own resources, uh, in our own finances, in in our own physical shelter that's very comfortable uh, obviously, there's been a lot of uh, things said about movie stars and other celebrities that are offering comfort in this time and, and saying things when some of them live, you know, in 10,000 square foot homes with swimming pools and all this. And obviously, for them, sheltering in place has a whole different meaning than for most of the rest of us. But maybe some of us are relying on just our own resources and that we feel pretty comfortable. And even though we'd like to be out more, it's, uh, it's really not that big a deal. And, and, uh, and sheltering uh, and finding rest and peace in our own resources is fine until it's not. Uh, until something happens that disrupts that and we realize, oh, wait a minute, I'm not as secure as I thought I was. Maybe we get sick. Uh, maybe something, you know, the finances take an unexpected turn. And, uh, and so all, the, all of a sudden, the place where we thought we were secure in ourselves gets disrupted. And I know some of you know what that feels like. You've walked through times where you thought you had everything under control and something came along and pulled the rug right out from under you. And maybe today you need to reconsider even thanking God that you feel that you've got money in the bank and you've got a comfortable home, but maybe you need to look to him in a new way to allow him to be your shelter and to come under his shadow of protection, to let him draw you under his wings. Um, maybe you're, you find shelter and protection, uh, a sense of well-being in another person, in a relationship, uh, in, a, in, a, in a partner of some kind. And that's wonderful too. God has given us each other in community and in marriage, uh, in child-parent uh, relationships, to be a comfort and a source of security to one another. But if we put too much 
responsibility on any other person to be our ultimate shelter, our ultimate protection, our ultimate sense of physical, spiritual, or emotional, or social well-being, we're putting a burden on another person that they weren't created to bear. And sooner or later, it'll cause that relationship to fracture. Some of you know this because you have are in or have been in relationships where that happened. <clears throat> you went into a relationship uh, thinking this other person was, was the end all and they were, they were going to meet all your needs. Or you found out later that they came into the relationship thinking that of you. And you realize and we realize that none of us can be all of that for each other. We can support one another. We can help each other. We can protect each other to a certain level. But we can never provide the shelter, the shade, the resource, the comfort that God, only God can provide for us. So we might, um, we might be sheltering in place in our own resources. We might find, be finding that shelter in a, in a, in a relationship. Uh, for some of us, and this just seems to be you know, off the chart right now, people are trying to find some sense of shelter, some sense of direction, protection, I don't know what, in politics and gravitating to a certain person or a certain platform. And we've talked about that over the last few weeks. Um, and uh, man, that can just lead into all sorts of problems if we just put too many eggs in one basket there. Um, and, and then finally, uh, some of us might be finding shelter in religion in general, but not necessarily God in, in a personal way. And these last two, the politics and religion, if we go back to our study that we've been going through through the Gospel of Mark, we find out that these are two very specific ways that the Jews of the, in the days of Jesus were trying to find protection, trying to find help, trying to find shelter. Uh, for some of the Jews of Jesus' day that were tired of being under the thumb of the Romans, uh, they were trying to find ways, political ways in uh, either peaceful or not peaceful, to push back against the Romans and trying to gather support for that. And they were trying to get Jesus to join them on that. And he wouldn't uh, allow them to drag him in that direction. And he, he warned them uh, that that was going to be a problem. And we'll look at that again in just a moment. And, and specifically, the Pharisees of Jesus' day were looking not necessarily to the God of the Bible, but to the law of the Old Testament, uh, to be their shelter and their shade and their help and their hope. The Pharisees believed in the day of Jesus that if all Israel, all the Jews of Jesus' day throughout the land of Israel, if all of them, and maybe scattered wherever else they might be in the world, if they all kept the law perfectly for one day, that the Messiah would come, that uh, that, that the Messiah would come and that there would be their salvation and the renewal of the, of the people and the nation and the state of Israel. And again, they tried to uh, get Jesus into, onto their religious program to make that happen. And once again, Jesus resisted that and worked against that. Uh, and that was not why he came. And that, so, so we don't find true ultimate shelter uh, in, um, in our own resources. We don't find it in, in any particular relationship or another person. We're not ultimately going to find it in politics or a politician. 
uh, or that kind of a setting, and we're not even going to find it in religion itself. Religion itself cannot bear the weight of that. And part of that reason is because none of us in ourselves, can't, we can't even keep our own understanding of what we think is right and wrong on a daily basis, let alone uh, throughout the rest of our lives. And so in this time of shelter and place, can I just encourage us to consider again the love of God and the call of God to come to him in a personal way and to learn to trust him. That is the cry of God. And it's, the, and, and it's the cry of Jesus. Jesus echoes the words of Psalm 91 and this idea of, of God being like a mother hen that gathers her chicks. It's not just in Psalm 91. It's in other psalms and other places in the New Testament. And in, um, and in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 23, after Jesus has made his way into Jerusalem, as we've been talking about in our study through the Gospel of Mark, just a few days before he's crucified, he, he's up on a hill and he looks over the city and he knows what's coming in the future as they keep trying to press the political agenda and the religious agenda. Um, he knows that within 70, uh, by AD 70, uh, that, the, that in, in response to a Jewish uprising, uh, that the Romans are going to completely annihilate the Jews. It's going to be brutal and horrible. And he looks over the city uh, just a few days before he's crucified and he cries out, um, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how I have longed to gather you to myself like a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you would have none of it. They kept, they kept pushing out, seeking shelter, seeking protection, seeking shade in their own ways and in their own resources in other manners and refused to submit to the plan of God, to the pur purposes of God and to the person of God in Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, I'm seeing that more as this time of pandemic drags on. People are just grasping for uh, places of solace, places of understanding, um, trying to figure out some way uh, to find comfort, some way to find peace, some way to try to move the ball forward, as it were. And can we hear the mother heart of God this morning from God himself in Psalm 91 and through Jesus Christ who calls out to us and says, would you come and just uh, find shelter under my wings? In Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30 is the very familiar words of Jesus who again cries out to us. Hear this as a cry. Jesus seeing the need of the people around him. Just the common people, their pains, their aches, their, their financial difficulties, their physical difficulties, their frustration with the political situation, all of that. And he cries out again, and he says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you more to do. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you uh, prayers to pray and works to do. Is that what he says? No, that's not what he says. He says, come to me, all you who are wearied and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Brothers and sisters, 
right now, how many of us could use some soul rest? I wrote about that in the last newsletter. Uh, We might be getting, I don't know, maybe depending on your work schedule, whether you're working or not, you might physically be resting more than you have in a long time right now. But I'll bet there's some anxiety in there. I'll bet there's a concern, there's tension. And can we hear the words of God? Can we hear the words of Jesus to come to me and find rest for our souls? This is an invitation from God to shelter in place with him. But it's an, and it's, but it's an invitation that we have to respond to. Going back to the passage, Psalm 91, says those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty as he just stands in front of us, stands before us and protects us and comforts us. Verse 2 says, the psalmist says, this I declare, this I declare, says, says the psalmist. This is where he's staking his claim. Speaking of God, he alone is my refuge my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. Brothers and sisters, when I read this passage this, uh, this week in preparation for this morning, I just felt something rise up in me uh, as, I, as we continue in this uh, quarantine and, and the growing conflict of how we should proceed and people wanting to move one direction or another and people starting to argue and fight and arm protest and all sorts of stuff. Brothers and sisters, as followers of Christ, can we stand up with the psalmist and we can, can we declare about God, can we declare about Jesus that he alone is our refuge, he alone is our place of safety because he is our God and we trust fully and ultimately in him. Hear that from the Lord this morning. Find comfort in that. Uh, grab yourself by the soul, as it were, and make that same stand. Can I just encourage us to, to not get caught up in too much political rhetoric and not get caught up in too much of the stuff we might see going online, to not give in to fear, uh, to not be overly comfortable to be people of prayer, even though we might not ex- be experiencing any really bad effects right now. There are people all around the world that are. And can we pray for them that they would be able to find rest and be able to turn to the Lord? Might we find places to give and to serve, to be sources of of God's help and God's hands uh, and God's resource to others? But let's not give in to fear. Let's not give in to panic. Let's not give in to complacency. Let's not look to um, our own resources. Let's not look to another person, even our moms, (laughs) And uh, let's, let's not get, look to politics or religion, but let's look to Jesus. And let's hear his call where he says, Oh, how I've longed to gather you together as a hen gathers her chicks. Can we just visualize ourselves this morning uh, just as a little baby chick? What a vulnerable picture. A little baby chick that just gets gathered in and they all shuffle under the wings and get up close to the warmth of the mother's body and then are completely encased in the large wings of the mom. Can we let God do, for that, do that for us through Jesus Christ and by the presence of his Holy Spirit? Can we trust God as our father and also sense the comfort of his mother heart today? Brothers and sisters, God loves you. 
God loves me. He is with us in this time. He is for us. He hasn't forgotten us. There is a way forward. Uh, and we just have to hunker down and come close to him and let him comfort us. Let him provide shade. Let him provide provision. And from that place, make any decisions or comments or move in any direction. Not of our own accord, not of our own mind, but from that place of being intimately connected to God through Jesus by the presence of his Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this wonderful psalm. Uh, For the four verses we read and the rest that we didn't that I hope folks will go back and look at. Lord, there's some wonderful promises in this uh, passage for us. And Lord Jesus, we thank you that you didn't come just to start a religion. You didn't start a religion. You didn't come just to tell us that we needed to get our act together and we needed to do this and go there and do that, Lord. You came uh, to free us from the power of sin, to bring forgiveness for sins, and to call us to yourself. You you, uh, you, You... You call us to come to you and find rest. Come to you and find help and hope and true relationship. And Lord, I just pray that you'd help all of us to hear that call. Lord, I pray that you would um, help us to uh, learn to dwell, learn to live, learn to find rest in your very presence. So Lord, as we head into another week, a week where we don't know exactly what the future holds, Uh, Lord, would you help us set aside time to get into your word and to meditate on it? Um, Get into the Psalms, get into wherever it is, just stop and meditate on your word to, to shut out all other voices for a while so that we're listening primarily to you. Uh, Help us pray. Help us bring our needs, our requests, our concerns to you in prayer. Lord, help us enter into times of worship, uh, Uh, listening to worship music or if we're a musician playing, whatever we can do to get our attention on you and to enter in to your presence, Lord. Help us in appropriate ways to find fellowship with brothers and sisters in Christ, Lord. And then from all those places, help us to be agents of that kind of grace, that kind of help, that kind of hope and love to our neighbors Uh, near us and our neighbors, uh, whoever we might connect with in whatever way. So Lord, we thank you for your great love. We thank you for your call to come to you. Uh, Help us to respond to it, I pray in Christ's name. Amen.